Hi you guys and welcome back to another episode of Girls Talk. My name is Caitlin. And I'm Abigail. And we, I don't have a special adjective for this week, I'm so sorry, but I do have a special guest, Amy, if you want to say hi. Hello. <laughs> you sound so happy, it's, it's, I love it. <laughs> I try, I try. Um, so yeah, we have Amy on this week. I feel like we haven't had a guest in forever, and I kind of forgot how to do all the guest setups, so that was really fun to figure out this fine Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am excited to record today and learn more about Amy, because I feel like I've been following you on, like, through your blog or Instagram for, like, five years now, so... <laughs> Yeah, I agree. And um, you guys had almost met before, like, all of the pandemic stuff started, didn't you? Yeah, we were supposed to meet last summer, and then stuff just kept happening. We were, like, going to push it off till this spring, and then uh, pandemic happened, and uh, yeah. One day. One day. (laughs) One day. (laughs) Uh, Amy, would you like to introduce yourself really quickly? Just, like, a super quick, like, elevator speech? Yeah, sure. So I'm Amy. I'm 25 years old. I'm based in Charlotte, North Carolina. I run the blog The Daily Amy, where I show a little bit about affordable fashion, my life living in Charlotte, and blogging tips, and travel. And we could travel. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a weird thing now. That was a good elevator pitch. (laughs) Yeah, it was really, it felt practiced. I could not have done that. (laughs) But yeah, so I guess the next step would be going into life updates. Amy, you can go last if you would like, just to kind of see how we do it. Um, So Abigail, if you wanted to let us know what's going on in your life recently. Yeah, I got a lot. (laughs) Yes, finally. (laughs) A lot has happened. Uh, So I'm going to start with today. The, The events happened last weekend. Okay. So it's been a week. But today... I'm starting my seeds for my summer garden, so I'm very excited about that. So I'm starting, like, my pepper seeds and sunflowers today. So I'm just very excited to to start planting again. Um, but the real craziness, which Caitlin does not know about. So last week, Saturday afternoon, probably around this time, I get a text message from the microchip company saying that someone had turned in Bean. So, like, they had taken her to a vet and turned her in wait she was missing no so i'd seen her like an hour prior to this so i'm like okay that's weird then i get a call from the the shelter that they have they in fact did have bean and that we needed to come pick her up (laughs) and i was like okay that's really weird so the person who turned her in turns out to be our neighbor behind us um and I was like, okay, so she's like a very friendly cat. I was like, sure, she probably just, you know, has a second home. They were just like, okay, this cat keeps showing up. Like, just got to take her, figure out if she does have a home. Well, we go pick her up, and she's not really acting right. Uh, the The neighbor said she found her underneath her grill. And we're like, okay, that's weird. She's kind of covered in dirt, and I'm like, that's even weirder. Um, and then <laughs> we get her home, and she's limping and she's like very puffy and swollen around the abdomen and like around her chest. And I was like, Brad, we have to go to the like the emergency vet right now because this is not good. Um, 
which is even more stressful because earlier that day, Potatoes UTI had come back and he was just peeing everywhere and it was just a hot disaster of a day. Uh, so we had to take Bean. Turns out she had a new, uh, pneumothorax, which is where uh, our air gets into your lung cavity. So they had to tap her chest to remove that air. And then she had air escape underneath her skin. So she felt like bubble wrap. It was really strange. Um, but yeah, so she had to stay at the ER for two days. And she got a $2,000 haircut. And that was uh, the adventure of last weekend. So she's good. She's still alive. Happy, healthy now. But uh, yeah, that was pretty stressful last weekend. So That's insane. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then to make matters even worse, it was like two years ago we lost Tom, which was my original cat, and I was like, oh my god, we cannot be ha- this cannot be happening again. So, yeah, everything is good now. My wallet's a little bit lighter, but you know she's she's alive and and happy and healthy. So, oh, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it was it was a very stressful weekend last weekend. I bet. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> that's really all that's gone on in my life. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was so scared. I was like, towards the end of that story, I was like, wait, did she die? No, thank God. Oh my God. But she's still here. So. Good, good, good. Uh, My cats are playing on their uh, tower behind me. So if you hear a bunch of like banging, (laughs) that's what it is. (laughs) They've decided right now it's playtime, which is not helpful but you know you gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) um what has been going on in my life well um i i feel like absolutely nothing (laughs) very opposite of usual um oh wait that's a lie i did go uh snowboarding again so the second time on sunday but all of the uh well not all of the most of the mountains in washington now they require you to make a reservation to go so they can keep track of how many people are on the mountain uh, and they were all full, except for one called Mount Baker, because they don't take reservations, because it's so far north, so close to Canada, that no one ever goes. So we were like, let's go there. We had to wake up at, like, 3.30 in the morning to get there whenever they open to get a ski ticket. And it was, I was not a happy girl. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but I, I did finally kind of get the hang of snowboarding so I was really proud of myself and I had a lot less wipeouts. I did fall twice on my face. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Which I did not do last time so I was a little upset about that Uh, but it was it looked like a winter wonderland which was amazing but it started freezing rain on us so by the time that we left our clothes were completely soaked through like I was wet for the rest of like the three and a half hour car ride home. Oh my god. <laughs> Not fun. Um, besides that, uh, the gyms have opened again. I have not gone because you have to make an appointment to go and that stresses me out because I'm like, what if I don't want to go at the time that I made an appointment? <laughs> so we're still just chilling at home. <laughs> Doing nothing. I feel that. Um... But yeah, that's about it. Right now, my life's pretty like much the same every day, just working and watching Bridgerton on Netflix. I finished that last week. It is a lot better than I thought it would be, but it's way different than I thought it would be. 
Yeah, there's also a new reality show that came out on Netflix yesterday. Of course, uh, you knew that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's about. It's like a. It's based in L.A. And I watched the whole thing yesterday. It was oh fantastic. That was like. Well, I watched the whole Night Stalker miniseries the day after it came out. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Amy, what's been going on in your life recently? Um, nothing much to be honest. Like all my <laughs> day consists of it waking up, doing work, and then coming home, eating, and doing more computer work for the blog. So a little monotonous. Um, I did celebrate my two year anniversary with my boyfriend last weekend, so I guess that's a, an exciting Aww. thing. Yeah, it was really cool. We got to walk around Uptown Charlotte since it was pretty dead and picked up some foods from our different restaurants that we enjoy here in Charlotte. And then on our way home, my boyfriend was like, oh, dang, like, we forgot to get champagne. It's a Peruvian. He's Peruvian. Um, it's Peruvian culture to drink champagne on our anniversary. I was like, oh, no worries. I'll go to the grocery store. Get it. No, problem. don't worry about it. So I'm going to the grocery store and I come home. Everything's like pitch black, and I just see like candles in the corner. I was like, "What's going on?" Um, I walk into the kitchen, and he basically put like a candle at dinner. There was candles everywhere. Um, there was like rose petals. Um, he like unboxed the to-go food and put it like a nice dinnerware. So he surprised me with that. It was super cute. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, so I'm just like. You, we didn't need champagne, did we? He was like, no, I just need an excuse to get you out of the house. So, <laughs> I mean, it worked. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That was super yeah. sweet. Oh. I'm sending this uh, recording to my boyfriend so he knows to do that. We should have touch with Brad. Get him in touch with my boyfriend. who will give you all the secrets. <laughs> mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Yeah. So... I don't know what I'm saying. I'm, like, still waking up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's been a slow morning over here, too. Um, okay, so now that we're done with life updates, we're going to take a quick break for this week's sponsor, and then we'll be right back. We're back, and we're going to get to the fun part of the episode, where we get to interview Amy and learn even more about her, because who wouldn't want to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess I'm starting this off. Um, so you're one of the few people that I know who's actually had COVID, so, <laughs> <laughs> and you had it very early. So what was your experience with that? How's your recovery going? Are you still feeling any effects from that? What's up um, with that? So as far as experience with COVID, it was rough. Um, 10 out of 10, don't recommend. Wear your mask when you go out. <laughs> like, it was not fun. Yes. Um, so I got lucky in the fact where relatively my symptoms are pretty mild, but it still hit my body like a train. So I was sick for about two weeks. Um, I had fevers for two weeks, body aches, muscle aches, headaches. Um, I was extremely tired. I couldn't go to the bathroom without like, my bathroom's like five minutes or five minutes, sorry, a five step 
walk. <laughs> and like I had to take a break like halfway through walking to my bathroom because oh I was just gosh. so exhausted. And I think the worst part of it was just like the coughs because I would cough so much my abs would hurt. So I would like cry mm. every single night because my abdomen would hurt from oh. coughing so much. So not fun. Don't That's recommend. <laughs> um, so I got cleared actually on my birthday to be out of quarantine when I was like done with my symptoms and everything, which was great. I never thought I would take for granted walking around my apartment to get fresh air. <laughs> so that was a glorious day. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think it took me about two more weeks afterwards to feel completely normal. Um, my lungs still felt like very heavy and weak. I couldn't like still like walk around my apartment complex without like feeling like I just ran 10 miles. But yeah, so that was about last March. And now I would say I'm completely fine, thankfully. So yeah, wear your mask, people. It's very important. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It was just a wild time, too, since it was, like, the height of COVID, and, like, there was so much unknown, and everyone's freaking out, so I'm just like, great, this is it, like, here I go. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, you had, I think I had seen that you had posted on Twitter about it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, like, the first person that I know that, like, has it. I've never seen anyone else that I, like, knew remotely be like, oh, I have COVID, and I was like, well going on <laughs> yeah and I was so scared to even announce it on social media because again it was so early on with COVID and I was just like oh it's like I don't know there's like so much like negative and unknown around it so I was like hesitant to even announce I even had it so but I figured like if someone out there like knew someone they kind of knew who had it maybe they'll take it more seriously so that was like my intention of putting it out there yeah, um, the more I, like, see about people, like, talk about it, like, the experiences that they had either on, like, whether it's on, like, Twitter or YouTube or even, like, TikTok, I'm like, that's scary. Mm -hmm. Like, people, like, some people just don't take it seriously at all. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like the symptoms can vary so much from person to person, so it's, it's mm -hmm. just... That's crazy. Yeah, so my boyfriend had it at the same time I did, and he recovered, like, within less than a week, and his symptoms were nowhere as, wow. like, severe as mine. I had it ten times worse than him, which was wild. So, it's just crazy how it affects yeah, different people differently. Yeah, I, like, I wonder what the reasoning is behind that, like, yeah, scientifically, like, if it's linked to genetics or blood type or, like, something like that, you know. Yeah, I, I hope we find I'm out one day eventually. See. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we can move on to the next question. Yeah, uh, this one is kind of completely different topic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not going to talk about COVID the whole time. <laughs> um, why did you start your blog, and when? So I started my blog the summer of 2014, which seems so long ago. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. Um, so growing up, like high school, college, I followed a ton of fashion and lifestyle YouTubers, and I've always been interested in the whole content creation space. I've dabbled in YouTube but before in high school and realized I was way too awkward to be on camera, so <laughs> got out real quick. And then um, I think it was like my freshman year of college or something, I was scrolling through Instagram and came across a Charlotte blogger. It was like Southern Curls and Pearls. 
and became obsessed with her page. This opened up the world of fashion blogging to me because I didn't know this world existed. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, look at all these people sharing their outfits online. Like, I thought it was so cool. And at the time, like, most of my friends were guys. So obviously, they didn't care about clothes or fashion or anything. So I couldn't really have someone there to talk about it with. So I figured, you know, this blog thing seems pretty cool. Why not just post my outfits online for the world to see since I don't have anyone else to talk to about it. And yeah, here I am about seven years later, still talking about my clothes online. And it's been my little escape since. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're one of the few who started around the same time we did. I started in summer 2015 and Caitlin was a year later, I think. Mm-hmm. But like, who's still actively doing it which is pretty impressive. So, kudos to you. (laughs) I'm surprised, honestly, I've kept up with it this long. I thought I would have been bored about it by now, but it's been a pretty wild ride. Well, and didn't you start out your blog as a different... Yeah. Didn't you have... It was a different name. Yeah, okay, yeah. You were a different name than you are now. Yeah, so I actually rebranded three times, which is not best for, like, (laughs) marketing purposes. Um, I started off as Just Casually Chic, that lasted about like a year and then I rebranded to pastel and pink and that was like mm. a while and then I had decided I was like okay like people had a hard time finding me on the internet because they kept spelling it pastel and a and d pink instead of just the letter n so I was like uh I need a rebrand and plus my domain name had expired at the time and I didn't want to pay like a hundred <laughs> something dollars to get it back so I was like perfect time to rebrand and now I'm the daily <laughs> Which hopefully will stick permanently. <laughs> I think it will. I feel like whenever, like, just putting your name in it, it's so helpful. It's easier to, like, for me to, like, connect people to, like, whatever they post online. But at the same time, like, whenever you switch it to have your name in it, you're like, oh, my God, are people going to think I'm conceited yeah. or something? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that was, like, the struggle of picking my blog name. I was like, do I want to incorporate my name? But... I don't know. I think it's fine. I like how it's just general enough that it's like not super like fashion focused in case later down mm-hmm. the line I want to like do something else with it. Which is yeah. super smart. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that smart when I started. Mine had the name college in it and I was eventually going to graduate, you know, so like that had to be changed. <laughs> but it sounded cool, so. <laughs> Mine has still remained the same, but people think I'm like a middle-aged blog sometime I, sometimes you know because the word gray so I'm ne- I've never understood that but I guess that's because I know my middle name was gray so yeah um. no one else knows that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I haven't posted in like a year probably so I don't know you post about your plants all the time though on my on Instagram no, yeah I don't know it's like a love-hate thing because I loved how blogging was like when we were in college and like that community but like now I feel like it's so saturated that you don't really have that and like our OG people are no longer with us so yeah yeah I, I mean feel. Twitter chats oh my gosh I think let's, let's bring day. those back I miss those so much I those used to be so fun mm-hmm. I used to set my alarm and like oh I loved those Same. Um, I guess that kind of goes in to, like, the same question about, like, how do you feel the blogging world has changed since you started? 
Uh, I'm gonna jump to that one. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's definitely changed a ton since I started. Obviously, it's natural. It's like been what six, seven years. But mm-hmm. I think it kind of that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I can't get over that. That's insane. Yeah. But I feel like now everyone's just so concerned with like numbers, how to grow their Instagram account, how many brand deals they can get, worrying about the algorithm, and like it's less focused on like the content and the community aspect, which I really miss. But yeah, it's just so different now. I feel like I have to like step up my game so much more because everything's just more highly produced and stylized. Yeah. There's some teenager that's going to come along and do it way better than I you. Know. It's just like, oh. <laughs> oh my God. And I went to college for this, and I'm just like, I can't keep up with these like 15 year old girls. Like, what am I doing? <sighs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, so I guess, well, this kind of flows into our next question. I guess, uh, so I know you do blogging and that's not your full-time gig. So what is your full-time job and how do you balance that with with being a quote-unquote influencer, <laughs> blogger, Instagrammer, TikToker? Uh, do you do TikTok? Yeah, I do TikTok. Um, actually, one of my goals is here to be more consistent on it, but it's just so much to handle. Like, that's just a whole full-time thing in itself. <laughs> Like how do yeah. people post more than one video a day? I don't understand. Yeah, and I feel like the trends change so much, like, day yeah. to day on there. Definitely. Um, as far as my full-time job, uh, I also work as a brand manager for a wholesale lab-grown diamond company, in addition to blogging. <laughs> um, so I kind of do a little bit of everything where I manage their social media accounts, um, admin work, making sure like bills are paid on time, uh, inventory management, and like client services. So that's what I do for my full-time gig. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. How did you get in? Well, you went, what did you go to school for? Um, I went to school for marketing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my first big girl job out of college, which was pretty cool because I wanted to do something obviously in like the fashion industry. So jewelry is close enough and it's cool that I get to work with diamonds and engagement rings every day. Yeah, yeah. I cool. remember you posted about how it took you like a year after graduating to find a job. And that came out right when we graduated college, Kaylin. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking about that and it like was so <laughs> reassuring to be like, okay, I don't have a job lined up after college. And it did take me a year and a half to like find a real salary job and not just working for myself. So yeah, I enjoyed that. it's rough. I wish people would share that more because like at the time, all of my like social media and Facebook posts where people like, oh, they signed a contract of a job right out of college or they got a full time mm-hmm. position like a month later. And I'm just like, what am I doing wrong? Like, mm-hmm. it was very discouraging. Yeah, I yeah. remember my senior year of college, I was I was a math major and the math like department had like a award ceremony for like all like the top students. And like I was invited for something. I don't remember what my award was, but 
whenever they like presented your award they're like oh and they have accepted a job here and I was like the only person that didn't have anything lined up and I was like I am a failure and I felt so bad yeah I totally get that it's rough but it kind of makes it more comforting like when people talk about more especially with TikTok where people talk about more of their struggles and finding a job now so I guess it's helpful that you help other people feel like they're not alone in that yeah, I feel like TikTok is the place where people are, like, the most real. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really nice. I was having a bad day the other day, and I, I went on TikTok, and I you totally just forget how long you're on TikTok <laughs> when you're on TikTok. Yeah. And I got off maybe, like, 30 minutes later, and I was like, wow, I'm not sad anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, Kind of keeping with, like, the, the job thing. So I had seen this a while ago. Um, but didn't you start an Etsy shop for, were you selling earrings? Yes. <laughs> so I'm, um, in case you haven't noticed, I like to stay very busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So I think it was, yeah, this past summer I started an Etsy shop where I make handmade polymer clay earrings. Um, it was just basically, I was bored. It was a slow season at work, slow season with the blog. And I was just like, okay, what can I add on to my to-do list so I can keep myself busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I stumbled across like small business TikTok and was just like, wow, like look at all these people like grinding at it, like doing all these cool things. What can I do? And I've always loved like statement jewelry and that stumbled across polymer clay. So I started playing around with that, posting it on Instagram and I got some like interest from it. So I was like, oh, this is cool. So I decided to list it on Etsy shop and it's kind of like a little side gig I do now, but it's been on hold because the holiday season was rough working for both like retail and then the blog. So I've yet to like mm-hmm. start it back up. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. Do you, because I was looking at them because I've seen a few other people that make like those kind of what polymer clay earrings. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered, like, do you actually like sit there and like make them yourself? Like... <laughs> Yes, like I think that's what people don't understand is like how long it takes to make each earring. Like a batch, probably like an hour and a half to two hours, probably would probably make me make four or five earrings. It's a wow. long process, but it's that's very amazing. Thick. That's so cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been curious. So I made a, a polymer clay sculpture for like a project in seventh grade and it's covered in like fingerprints and dust and I was just like I'm always so amazed at people who like the, like the, there's no fingerprints that show or like it's like dust free it just amazes me so yeah the biggest tip is using um, a little bit of like alcohol and a q-tip and just wipe it on top you'll get all the lint and fingerprints right off it's great that's that's awesome yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> Now I want to, like, do crafts, and I'm not crafty at all. <laughs> we went out of order here, Caitlin. We really did. <laughs> Oops. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, well, let's continue with the style stuff, fashion stuff. Okay. Um, so how would you describe your style, and do you feel like it's changed a lot? Oh, I actually don't know. It's a very open-ended <laughs> question, so. I really don't know how to describe my style. I'm kind of a bit all over, all over the place these days. Like, 
I feel like the spring summer months I'm like super girly all about like bright colors flowy dresses and super girly but as soon as it gets cold out I'm like leather jackets all black hoodies combat boots so I'm kind of just like (laughs) whatever now I say like to my boyfriend all the time I have a very fun fashion because I love a good statement piece um but yeah I feel like my fashion is just fun Oh. Yeah, I feel like there's usually a lot of color in your outfits, which, like, it's just, it gives you serotonin to look at. Is that how you say that word? You're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was going to say something about it, but I don't, I'm, I just lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. I just lost my train of thought trying to pronounce that word. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'll probably think of it later. I'm going <laughs> to go on to a different question. <laughs> um, let's see. I guess I feel like I, I was going to ask this earlier, but you talked about your life updates. Uh, how did you meet your boyfriend? And if you're okay with sharing that story? Yeah. Uh, so we met at a Christmas party <laughs> a few years back. Cute. Yeah. Um, so I think it was the year that Moana had just came out in the theaters and I went to this Christmas party which I later found out that neither one of us wanted to be there so it was kind of (laughs) ironic um so he was there and he kept telling Alexa to play how far I'll go from Moana and me being like the Disney nerd that I am got super excited and was singing along with him and that's how we first started got talking but I was with um, another boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend at the time. So obviously like nothing really escalated from there. We just basically like just hung out and exchanged Instagram um, handles and that was it. Uh, a year later, I moved down to Disney for my internship, um, broke up with my boyfriend, was living the Florida life and then came back home. And then about a year later to date, I got um, a DM in my Instagram inbox, and it was from him. He sent me a chicken nugget meme. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if you guys know me, I love chicken nuggets, so I got a big, big kick out of it. Um, and yeah, that was how we started talking again. <laughs> that is so cute. Oh my goodness. Adorable. <laughs> Definitely a very interesting story of how we started. <laughs> Did, uh, you said you went to Florida for your internship. Was it the Disney program or just different? Yeah, it was the Disney College program. Why did I not know this? I feel like I I keep track of people that do that program. <laughs> to be fair, that was around the time I kind of like drifted off of like Instagram because like I wasn't posting much on my blog and I was just like keeping up with both my personal Instagram and my blog Instagram. Which, mm-hmm. looking back on it now, I wish I would have kept up with it on my blog Instagram because I would have that would have been prime content, like sharing my experience. <laughs> so, so you said you had a personal and a blog Instagram. So, do you still use both of them? Um, I've kind of phased out of my personal Instagram. I kind of like check in like once every few months to tell people I'm alive and mainly to promote them to follow my blog Instagram. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
I'm thinking of like eventually like just phasing out of my personal Instagram and because basically my blog Instagram I share my everyday life on there anyway so yeah yeah I was wondering because you had said that you gave uh whenever you met your current boyfriend your Instagram handle and I was like did she just give her blog Instagram like was that not scary like oh no I gave my personal Instagram I was not ready for that okay (laughs) (laughs) you would have known way too much way too soon Exactly. I, like, never give out my social media handles as soon as I meet someone. It has to, it has to be at least a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, well, Caitlin, it's usually because you, like, a live tweet what's going on or you talk in-depth yeah. about <laughs> these people. Yeah, I used to I used to talk about boys all the time on Twitter, and then I think it was someone found it or something, and then I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was mortified. <laughs> Yeah, when I just, like, started dating again um, in Florida, I wanted to, like, share my, like, weird dating stories on my blog Instagram, but I'm just, like, watch, mm-hmm. my luck, like, these guys are going to find it and then just going to call me out on it, so, like, it's better to say if I'd rather not do that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I had posted a couple of them, like, on my blog, and... I was like, no one's going to find that. Like, that's less likely for someone to find. Mm-hmm. I And we, we we used to talk a lot about random boy stories on here before we both got boyfriends. Um, that was really fun. It was a nice outlet. We were like, no one's going to listen. <laughs> no boy's going to listen to this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> so, um, I guess the Disney College program. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I feel like I hear people talk about it all the time. And I don't understand what it is. <laughs> Like, what did you go there for? You know, what was your experience? Stuff like that. Yeah. So um, it is marketed as an internship. And I will tell you, to be very transparent, it is not what you think a normal internship is. It's basically like a retail job. So Mm. I went down for merchandise. And basically, that meant I work in retail at Disney Springs. Um, It was like Disney stores. I worked at like... Goofy's Candy Co., Disney Days at Christmas, but I was basically working retail for the eight months I was there. Um, You do get paid, and then they provide housing, but you still have to pay for that, like rent. But the main perk was you get to go to the parks every single day for free, which was, like, I think the main selling point why people do this. But, yeah, it was honestly a really great experience. I met some awesome people and got to say I lived at Disney for eight months um, and make magic for people, so... It was really cool, but definitely not your traditional internship. So, so you're just like, you just go down there basically to work. You're not taking classes or anything like that. Yeah, you do have an option, I believe. So I did the internship when, after I graduated college, but I know that they had an option where you can take like one or two classes there and count it as college credit. Um, I don't know a whole ton of that since I didn't do it but I'm pretty sure there was an option you could do that there um I think we only have one question left unless we come up with more because we have been doing that (laughs) (laughs) so the last one that we have planned is how different do you think your life would be without social media um I think I would have a ton more free time (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) Because um, right now my life pretty much revolves around social media because I do it partly for my full-time job. I do on the side for my blog and then personally I just scroll. So, mm-hmm. um, 
but yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Like, I feel like it would be a different career field if I like social media didn't exist because that was the whole reason why I was interested in marketing. I feel like mm-hmm. my life would be kind of boring. Like, I'll be in accounting or something. <laughs> um. <laughs> Me too, probably. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I'll also probably not as own as much stuff too, because I feel like a lot of the things I buy are influenced by things I see online. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that yesterday. I was like, it's not like I see something that someone like posted about and I want it. It's that like I see people are buying new stuff or I see someone wearing something different every day mm-hmm. and I'm like, I need something new. Yeah. Even though I don't. <laughs> you constantly feel like you have to like step up your game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with this. Yeah. What about you guys? How would you think your life would be different without it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard question. I mean, I I would definitely be, I don't know. I don't know if I would be in a different career or not um, because I work on, like, websites, not, like, the social media side of it, just, like, building them. Mm-hmm. But I got into it because I was kind of into, like, the social media, like, marketing side of it. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe I would have gone a different path. Maybe I would have gotten a job that actually uses my major. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't use social media all that much anymore. I feel like I've kind of phased out of it because every time I go on there, it kind of stresses me out. But I guess, uh, I mean, in college, I used it a lot. So I guess I probably wouldn't be as proficient in a WordPress and website development and stuff like that as I as I am now because that kind of gave me a platform to uh to work on that but I mean I think my interest and everything would still probably be the same but yeah well if there weren't social media we wouldn't know each other that's true it's very true there would be no podcast (laughs) I think about that a lot a lot of people that I've met I've met through like social media yes yeah that's actually how I met a lot of my friends in Charlotte was like through my blog that's so cool. That is cool. Now, I feel like a lot of my experiences, at least through college, I wouldn't have had, like, especially with the brands that I got to work with. So, like, free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, stuff like the uh, Blogger Secret Santa, you know, Twitter chats, friendships, stuff like that. I would completely be not, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I would not have any of those. So, and I feel like, I don't know, my blog and social media makes me more confident to just be myself, I guess, and be proud of my hobbies and passions. So, yeah. That was a very, like, <laughs> meh way to end that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, as I said, that was the last question we had planned. So unless Abigail has another one. Uh, we have some time set aside for you to ask us a question or two about anything. Um, we like to spice things up <laughs> and let you do it, too. Um, with it being the new year, I'm, I'm big on right, doing twenty or sorry New Year's resolution goals. So I'm curious to hear mm. what are some of your goals for 2021? Uh, mine is to actually start planning our wedding. <laughs> Yeah, you think that until you get engaged and you're like, oh my god. 
<laughs> so expensive. There's so many decisions. Uh. Yeah, we've been engaged for like almost four months and uh, we've done nothing. So, um, yeah, we actually need to start doing stuff for that. So. <laughs> Um, and I guess another one would just to be finding a job that I enjoy more and that challenges me a little bit more than my current position. Um, so yeah, whether that means quitting and working for myself again or, you know, working for a different company, but yeah, that's definitely one of my goals this year. Um, I didn't, I think this is like the first year that I didn't write down or like set like, clear goals of what I wanted to do this year, so these are just kind of, like, things that I thought of right now, um, (laughs) but I, I really want this year, I want to get more into, like, photography more, I just got a, another new lens, and I'm really excited about it, and usually it would be something I would use traveling, but I don't know how much traveling we're gonna be able to do this year, so I, I actually made, like, a really small, like, portrait photography like website for myself and I was like you know what maybe this will be the year that I like actually try to make that like actually like a side hustle because I really enjoy doing it I've done like people's grad photos and senior photos but I never really like marketed it so like maybe that'll be the year that I do this um so that and then I guess just like I don't know. I keep thinking about how I want to read 25 books, so I'm going to put that out there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other one. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds like some great goals. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like after last year, like setting goals for last year and then then just like completely not happening, I've just kind of been like, okay, well, whatever happens, happens. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's like you, I feel like I'm setting more like mental goals than like actual like I want to be able to accomplish this mm-hmm. kind of thing definitely well like, I feel what like, about you um so I actually sat down and wrote like a whole page because I feel like 2020 was such a thrilling year I was like okay I need to like do something this year whether it be like something as middle school as like reading a new book or like mm-hmm. hitting a new milestone with a blog mm-hmm. um but a couple I have are I want to get back to working out again um I'm ashamed Same. to say <laughs> that I like I probably worked out like <laughs> twice all last year which was embarrassing uh, so I want to get back into like moving my body to at least like four times a week and actually made like a squat goal of squatting 80 pounds which doesn't seem like a lot but like as someone who hasn't moved a lot in a whole year I feel like it was a good start um yeah and then something's better than nothing exactly, exactly. that's what I'm telling myself <laughs> Um, also, I want to try to, like, read more, so I said to make a minimum of six books this year, and try one new thing a month that scares me to get out of my comfort zone. That was my New Year's resolution, like, five years ago, really? was to do something new every month, and I think I did, I don't think I finished it, but I did it most of the, the months that year, and I, I liked that one. Sometimes it was, like, the end of the month, and I was like, crap, I have to do something. So, like, I think I dyed my hair one time, like. <laughs> it was it was an interesting year. I, I did not hate that year. Ooh, that's exciting. What are some new things you tried from that? Um, I think January I did a polar bear plunge for the first time, and then after that I wanted to do it every year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, one year, I mean, one month I dyed my hair. Oh, what year was this? I think this was... 
was it 2015 or 2016? I don't know. It was a really long time ago. So like, I'm trying to remember them. I can't remember the other ones. I just always remember those two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yay. I'm so excited. Hopefully I'll get to be able to do something cool. Like later half of the year. Um, when the pandemic hopefully gets a little bit better. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but very exciting. Yeah. Uh, speaking about the pandemic, what are you guys looking most looking forward to the most to do after everything calms down a bit? Oof. Uh, um, I mean, my life hasn't really changed all that much. <laughs> Um, you were a homebody before. Yeah, I guess not just, like, not being stressed out to go eat at a restaurant. (laughs) And maybe not seeing, like, movies and stuff and being like, oh my god, wear their masks. Or, like, having panic attacks about stuff like that. So, yeah. All of the time. I'll be watching a movie and I'm like, where is their mask? And then I'm like, wait, this is fake. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I have, like, three things. One being that I just want the gym to go back to normal. (laughs) The gym is my, like, greatest form of, like, meditation. Because it's, like, the one one place or, like, time of the day where I can just think about absolutely nothing related to, like, work or life. And just focus on, like, something else. So I I got really disrupted last year and I I was upset. Um, And then I want to be able to go somewhere... That's not in the United States. <laughs> I'm so sad that I moved to Washington last year and then the Canadian border closed. <laughs> I just want to go to Banff, okay? And then uh, the other one, I miss going to bars. I miss it. I was a big bar gal. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I was not, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good thing about all this, I've saved so much money from just like not going out to eat in restaurants or anything. Mm. But I'm kind of getting antsy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm kind of scared though to like when things go back to normal and I have to like interact with the public since I've been home so much. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm already yes. socially awkward. And then being home, like isolated for a whole year, what else that done to me? <laughs> Or also just like, so I know not wearing masks is like in a very far distant like thing that's going to happen. But being able to like smile at somebody Mm -hmm. in the grocery (laughs) store instead of just them like making awkward eye contact with you and you're smiling under a mask, but they can't see. That stresses me out so much. So yeah, especially in the South. Mm, Yeah, Yeah. I don't miss living in the South. (laughs) (laughs) The one good thing about a mask, no. I can just, like, put my mask on, wear some sunglasses and a hood, and, like, no one can recognize me, so it's great if I don't yes. feel like getting dressed up to go out. It's so yeah. nice. I yeah. I love masks. I will wear them in the future anytime I'm sick or anytime I don't want anyone to talk to me. Same. It'll be great. I feel like I was going to say something else, but I don't remember <laughs> what it is, so. <laughs> was that all? That's all I got. Okay. Um, thank you for spending like an hour of your Saturday with us. It was r- really nice to talk to you. Of course. I'm so glad I finally get to chat with you guys after all these years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
One day you'll finally get to meet Abigail in person. Yes. <laughs> One day. So close yet so far. <laughs> One day I'll make a trip out of Washington too. We can meet up. Oh, there we go. Yes. Oh my gosh, Washington is amazing. You'll never want to leave. <laughs> Let me tell you right or now. Caitlin, when you come here for my wedding, you can just well, you can just take a trip up to Charlotte. There we go. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for joining us and thank you everyone so much to listening to this week's episode. We really appreciate you guys. Um, if you want to see more about us, you can go check out our website at thegirlstalkpodcast.com. You can check out our stickers. Uh, that you can buy. They're really dope. I have some on my laptop, and my sister took some and put some on her laptop and her water bottle, so it'll be more like my sister. Um, you can also uh, keep up to date with us on Twitter at the Girls Talk Podcast without the A in podcast, and then we have all of our individual Instagrams linked, befo- linked below. Well, wow, that's the word, Caitlin. And we'll have Amy's stuff linked below as well, so you can follow her. And... Um, I think that's it for this little outro. Yeah. Yay. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.